Hey team, Boomer Sooner. Go Cats. I'm Dylan. And I'm Kylie. And this is the Good Idea at the Time podcast. Battle of the Blue Blood Spouses. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, team. How are we? Hey, hey. Kylie, today's a big day. Do you know why it's why a big day? Why is it a big day? This it's is our... A, it's Friday. It's We're fr- a little late in the recording yes, you, game. Yes, uh, it, it's a little bit late. We're going to actually make a change. We'll get to that in a second. But today's a big day for one major reason. Do you know why? Uh... This is our 10th episode. Oh, our 10th episode. Woo! <laughs> oh, 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 That... Um, a sound effect was supposed to be like a confetti little pew. Yes, cannon. I was shooting confetti. Shooting confetti. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't track on podcast listening, but no. uh, we've been doing this for All the uh, hand signals were there, though. If only we had a YouTube. Uh, next time. That's maybe next, next season. We'll, yeah. uh, we'll add when a we're YouTube. we're big time. That's right. When we've, when we've made it. When we've made um, it. Yeah. All of our LOLs got to continue to share. All but of our 10 listeners. We, uh, we love you guys. We love all 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 of our LOLs. But this is our 10th episode. Uh, we've loved doing this. Uh, it's been fun to get in the meat of the f- football season. I did have a realization today about yeah. this week particularly as we preview week five uh, here a little bit week later. Week five, yeah. We are a third of the way through the season. Yeah. Already. Yeah. I'm basically almost half. Next week we'll be halfway. It makes me very sad. I know. Because it's going too fast. I know, and it already makes me sad because I'm on Saturdays. Sometimes if a game isn't interesting or if, like, if OU played in the morning, like last week. Well, they didn't play. They played 11 They did. Okay, okay. I was like, I'm remembering something. OU and Kentucky both played in the morning. And so then there was a lot of games on the rest of the day, but none really, like, were, were that exciting games like good matchups but they didn't turn to be super exciting or and I just was already like catching myself taking it for granted and then I know I'm gonna get to like March and be like oh, I, just I, mean, would keep, I would watch any game any game you give me I will watch second weekend of December is gonna be very fast where there's no <sighs> games on yeah it's gonna be bold because we don't care about and so we need to take it Take it for what it this is. This season, I want to make like a full like FBS like bowl prediction with you okay. and like win loss for literally every bowl okay. ever okay. and see who gets the most wins. Okay, you got to study up. You got to oh, study yeah. up to do but that. But I also am really good at just picking who I think. You you do have a knack. I do for, have a knack for gut for picks. gut a gut pick. Um, so we but we could put a, a good we can do that on it. I we can do that. I think we okay. can put. You do owe me fat check still. Um, yep. we I also, made it down to yet. yeah, we also, or I was pretty right about, uh, your game of the week this past week. Yeah. Oregon to Colorado. What, yeah. You picked Oregon to Colorado, which. Yeah. We both uh, picked Oregon. Picked Oregon. I picked them to cover. You said it would be close game. Uh, I went back and looked, listened to make, oh, was, make sure. Did I say a close game? It was never going to be, it was never a close game. I, we even talked about me betting my friend that it would not be a close game and, uh, it was not. So yeah. uh, Oregon put Colorado in their place. I think there's been a lot of hype around that. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna get into a lot of football talk today, talking about what uh, happened in week four, and then what what's gonna uh, what we're looking forward to in week five. But one programming note before we get into all of that. Yeah, we will start recording our podcast 
uh, Wednesday night, and they will start dropping Thursday. So we'll get an extra day to uh, to start to take in uh, that preview matchup to really get your mind and heart ready for the for the weeks yeah, ahead. It feels kind of like the middle of the week, so we're at a couple days after the game that have happened on the previous Saturday, and then we're preparing for that Saturday's matchup. That's right, so, so. Be, be looking for it on Thursdays moving forward uh, after this week. So episode 11 will drop Thursday. Cool. Uh, we're going to be recording that in the belly of the beast in Ooh, Texas next be, week. We have to pack our podcast mic. That's right. That's a, that's how you know you've arrived when you <laughs> oh when you gosh. take that podcast mic with you. We may even oh, record. We could record in the car. Oh. That'd be like two birds one stone right there. So, uh nice. you, you might you might get a lot of air conditioning noise next next week. <laughs> yeah, or us like sweating. <laughs> so, one. uh I'm excited for for what we're going to uh, talk about today. Yeah. So on the other side of the break, we're going to be talking about what happened in Oklahoma's win, interesting win over Cincinnati yeah. and Kentucky's weird win over Vandy. All coming at you right After now. After the break. All right, Kylie. So uh, OU goes into Cincinnati, 11 into o'clock Cincy. kick, Cincy's first Big 12 game. And I have been saying for months that this is a game. The trappiest of trap it. games. And it was also going to be a game that we were going to know what we got. Yeah. I think we know what we have now. Yeah. And so, but yeah. I want to, I want to get your thoughts. Well, on, I think on that looking win. looking to that game, you know, uh, I feel like almost every OU fan in the nation was hesitant. Like, is this going to be a repeat of last year where we look pretty strong for the first three games and then we go on a dip where we lose quite a few in a row? And luckily, we broke that pattern, you know, of, of one year um, and won the game. I think that Cincinnati, I think that that was probably a really cool environment for all the guys to go play in. Um, 40,000 fans, but they said it sounded like 80, like they were but, loud. Well, that stadium was really cool. And, I mean, you can see this on the TV, but I, I've been, you know, I grew up just an hour south of there. That stadium is actually really cool. And, and Oklahoma going in there, winning 20 to 6 um, in that kind of unique environment, it, even as loud as it was, is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, I feel like we took care of business. I feel like that score isn't something I'm just like maybe proud of, but I still think that a win is a win and they they did well like it wasn't something like they were struggling I think defense did really well um offense just had some moments I think like I don't know I, it's hard to even remember what happened I just know it's your there job was, it's your daughter we have a podcast about remembering I know but I have a lot of I mean I don't want to be that girl but there is a lot of flags that weren't called <laughs> so that's Kylie, what's that's what's in my head. So it begins. First game of big big twelve play. Uh-huh. Kylie's going for the reps. I am. I am. I mean, very blatant pass interference that took off seven points. Well, one of them took off seven points. One of them, Andrew Anthony, still ended up catching the ball, but we needed. It was also majorly interfered with um and then the one that took off seven points was Julio Farouk and the the ref ended up calling it uncatchable but you see the very back defender like try to make a play on the ball like he was going to intercept it it's like how is that uncatchable if the guy that held you gets himself into a position where he can basically almost intercept the ball so and then the one where they caught the ball on the very edge of the out of bounds and you can tell clearly on the TV that his foot is crossing the green and the white showing that he's 
it's not all in the green. Like Which they means zoomed stepping in. Stepping on to the white, like, he means he's out of bounds. Yeah, the white would be out of bounds. So there are just some things where I was like, hmm, okay. And like picture proof. Like it's not like, oh, it just, that's subjective. Like it's pretty like interesting. Yeah, I mean, barring, honestly, my take on the referee situation, I, I don't think there's this grand conspiracy to like hold Oklahoma and Texas down for for the Big 12. Uh, there's if no, you listen what, to Brett hold Yermark, on, though, I, hold on. have you listened to hold, what he hold says? On, hold on. He, he let me get my thought out. cheers for the opposing team. Well, let me get my thought out. Hmm. The There is not a grand conspiracy because at the end of the day, Brett is not a stupid man. Daddy still makes money for the conference this year. Eyeballs still, especially when, who's good in the Big 12 outside of Texas and Oklahoma? Who, who's good? Not who's getting eyeballs? Who's yeah. when Pac 12's good and the Big Ten is really competitive at, at points? I mean, you're gonna have a three team race for for the and the SEC. Nobody's awesome, but everybody they're gonna beat up on each other. Like who's who's actually getting eyeballs for for? It's still Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah. And that money's not going to Texas and Oklahoma this year. That money is gonna end up staying in conference and going to the other teams. And so they're not stupid. They they still want. Until something blatant happens that cost Oklahoma or Texas a game, it's not a grand conspiracy. Referees make mistakes. The The pass interference was a tough one, particularly because I think the, the tenor of Oklahoma's critique, Oklahoma fans' critique of this game, was why aren't we putting up 70, 80, 90 points mm-hmm. on an okay defense? Now, that Cincinnati team is better than okay on defense. Yeah. There's three first-round first, first round picks yeah. on that line. The, the, the secondary's fine, adequate, but you're talking about a missed pass interference in the end zone that, man, Dylan threw a bad ball, but, you know, you he overthrows for Farouk on a seam route, and we he fumbles the ball inside the inside the yeah. 15. That's, that's ta- I mean, take away three touchdowns right there. Yeah, so you would feel very ourselves. different. You would feel very different about the game, and Oklahoma fans would, if, if it's a 42-6 to six game as opposed to a 20-6 to six game. Yeah, And those are sure. just three plays that put points on the board. For sure. But to me, it's offense is going to be fine. We got to get the run game going. Yeah, I do not think in this Big Twelve to win the Big Twelve, we do not have to be excellent on offense. Okay. The defense is awesome. Yeah. The defense has figured it out. Yeah. We've given up one real touchdown all year. Yeah. Through four games. That's true. One real touchdown. The only other touchdown we gave up was through after two pass interferences oh, penalties, yeah. against SMU. Yeah. We gave up one garbage time touchdown last week uh, uh, to Tulsa, and then and then we gave up um, and then we gave up no touchdowns to a Cincinnati team that like put up seventy three on EKU, you know, yeah. who yeah. who put up points against Miami. This team can score. Emory Jones is not. I mean, he's not a great down the field thrower. Yeah. But we really held him to being a pocket. Uh, we made TV. him a pocket passer. He did like not what, beat us with his legs. Like what we talked about before, which is great. Um, I also wanted to talk about Jaron Kanick and his injury. Did you hear any about that? Did I hear what about it? His injury. Well, he got checked out and he was fine. Yeah. So he, I guess, um, got a bruise on his lung and started bleeding internally. And so he was coughing up blood. That's what the sidelines were like. He's coughing up blood. It sounds scary. And um, I guess he was trying to play through it and had um, quite a few plays where he was struggling even more to breathe. And so they finally were like, just go down, just go down. And so he 
went down, and the ref's like, are you okay, dude? Like, yeah, so they took him to an area hospital, checked him out. And the, I guess the area hospital was the same hospital that treated Damar Hamlin. And so they were like, oh. we treated Damar. You're in really good hands. Yeah, I guess that's true. I forgot that's that That's what he said. Cincinnati. That was out of his mouth. So yeah, I forgot that was at Cincinnati. Yeah, so it's just interesting. But he's he's definitely um, be, better. He's, but it just seems that's, that's kind of freaky, just away game, yep. away from, I'm sure, your family, unless they came to travel. That would just be a little bit scary. Yep. Football's a dangerous sport. Yeah, The dangerous it sport. It could yeah. be the smallest things. He, even the guy that he's the one forcing contact. Yeah. Be scared. yeah. Okay, any other thoughts on Oklahoma's win over Cincinnati? Uh-uh, I don't. Do you? Uh, nope. Let's shift gears now and talk about maybe the most puzzling team in America, <laughs> the 4-0 Kentucky Wildcats. Yeah. We've been 4-0 before Mark Stoops only a handful of times. We don't start 4-0. I'm really trying. Before I say all I'm about to say, I really want to not take it for granted. There, There's a chance this team has the ability – to like be a nine win team. Well, okay, where's your panic button? The panic button You'd said it was out of storage <coughs> last time and you knew where it was. Where I, is it now? Is it like hidden a little bit more? You've put it the like button, somewhere the the button is still reach. in eyesight. Okay, but it's I've not moved anywhere closer to it. Okay. But it's sitting on the counter. Mm-hmm. I know where it is. The here's the thing. So what was the final score though? Kentucky 40, wins forty two twenty eight. Um, or 44, I think it was. And it's ooh. not quite 42. It's like 46 or 44. Uh, let, me, let me now look because you're fact-checking me, and I'm pretty sure it's 42-28. Um, let me I'm stall sure enough. I'm pretty sure it's not. Who's going to win? 45-28. Woo, it was me. 45-28. I thought it was both even numbers. It's um, an odd number. So let's, let's start with the good. Um, this, this team, more than any team that has played in Kentucky – can score explosively. I was going to say, I think the good is they went up 21-0. Started the game 21-0. Two Which, pick sixes by Michael Harrison Jr. Um, you have... Which um, he's the interception king right now he, for Kentucky. Um, he, he won SEC Defensive Player of the Week. He's really starting to solidify nice. himself as a strong, strong corner. Um, is he you, young? You have, is he like a sophomore? Yes, yeah. yeah. yeah which is uh, you have a ton of talent on the defensive line that's getting good pressure. Uh, you, you are seeing really good coverage. The... the so that's the good. Yeah. Offensively, we are a team that is has a big explosive plays. When yeah. we hit, we hit big. Yes. Uh, every play or every game, we have had um, a, a rush of over 55 yards for a touchdown in yeah. all four games. Yeah. The problem is, here's the other side of it. I wish that's oh, the, you need that. The other the other <laughs> side juice. is we can't run more than a yard or two at a time. So our numbers look awesome on the run game. Right. But we. But it's three or four plays of one yard and then a 50-yard run. Yeah. And it's like, that's not sustainable against good teams. We were doing this through bottom-level teams. Because you're still, like, yards per play is really high, right? Still really because high. Because we don't because we're run hitting, a lot of plays. We don't run a lot of plays, and we're getting explosive get plays explosive. in big chunks. Yeah. And that may just be who this team is. That may just be a team that, that scores in chunks, but you're going to have some infuriating things. And the defense, I think, is good enough mm-hmm. to hold games in check Oh, waiting for that offense to get going. This past Saturday, Vandy did some good things, particularly through the end of the second quarter and the start of the third quarter, that made me know where that panic button was. I think you start 21-0 with a pick six. You go right down the field and score twice. You're feeling really good of like, oh, we're going to put this team away. 
any right. any road SEC win is a good win. You're feeling good. And then the end of the second quarter and the start of the third quarter, you give up two big touchdowns. It starts to get a little bit close. Mm-hmm. You know, we end up orchestrating a drive or two to kind of put the game away. But giving up 28 points to that Vandy team yeah, is not, not doesn't great. make me feel great. Now, say what you want, because it was such a early, you know, deficit for them, maybe we took the foot off the gas. Yeah, yeah, That's I just, what I think. That's about. where I just have it. And, and Devin, Devin Leary is – probably the most puzzling quarterback yeah he has moments of just chef's Chef's kiss brilliance Mm -hmm. could not throw the ball better not not seeing a guy wear blue and white that throws the ball better than him yeah and then he'll just like miss a guy by 15 yards you know and his receivers aren't helping him out um you know he got some big drops and some big spots but then dane key figures it back out uh did you see um Dane Key, he caught a touchdown kind of late to seal it to make it to 45. Uh, he catches the ball, kind of mossed a defender right Ooh. over him, falling out of the end zone, gets up, and he pats the defender oh, on, that, on, the, that. on yeah. the head. Uh, he got a 15-yard penalty, but, you know, he needed Marvin one. Marvin Mims used to do that, too. It's, he would, like, signal for the fair catch, and then he'd pat the guys it. <laughs> like, it's a little bit him. different when you catch a ball over somebody. Yeah, and you, yeah. It's, it's a little brother move. Because yeah. he never got penalties for that. So I could, kinda... I, <coughs> I could rant a lot about the Kentucky game. I'm going to spare the listeners. Um, I just don't know. But we're going to find out a lot this weekend. Yeah. As Florida comes to town. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So I – panic button is out. Kings. Panic button's out. It's on the counter. I'm not hovering. I'm not keeping it close. But we will see. So, but again, 4-0, we've covered the spread three of the four games. That Which doesn't that's happen. really surprising. You know, you, you cover the spread and you win. That's good, really good. Good teams win, great teams cover. I think OU, is OU 4-4? Four four? Covering the spread. Right? We did not cover the spread against SMU. It was 14.5. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So 3-4 as well. So, we'll see. I mean, we'll see what Kentucky's got. Um, but both our teams are 4-0. Who takes the first loss? That's the question. Spoiler alert, I think it's going to be Kentucky. All right, so now uh, we're going to shift gears uh, after this break for a preview of Week 5 matchup, uh, Kentucky hosting Florida and Oklahoma hosting Iowa State. Here we go. All right, let's uh, shift gears and look to the future um, and talk through, let's start with UK's matchup against Florida. I think it's the bigger matchup. Um, This is... Probably one of the only times I can remember in my lifetime that a ranked Florida team is coming to Kentucky, but Kentucky is the favorite. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty. That they, is pretty. They wild. open up as uh, Kentucky opens up as a three-point favorite. It's bet down to one. You can get it on DraftKings right now for one and a half. This game is so intriguing to me. Do you feel like very many people outside of the state of Kentucky like know that Kentucky's a favorite? Would they be really surprised by that? Because I feel uh, not, like Florida not, nationally maybe yeah. has more well, so, recognition and following. Yeah, good question. I mean, Florida's been so bad. And, and the national game that Florida played in, well, well, really two. The first one was against Utah, and they got manhandled by Utah. Graham Mertz right. looks like an apathetic you know, quarterback. Um, and then they go beat t- Tennessee by two touchdowns two weeks later. Yeah. And so it's it's a weird – they're a weird team. I think they're better than probably they were picked to finish in the conference. I still don't believe in Billy Napier, the head coach. I still don't believe in uh, Florida's long-term plan. They are good enough to beat a lot of teams in a pretty down SEC. Nobody's excellent in the SEC. Yeah. Right? And so uh, Florida comes to town. This is a big game for Kentucky. 
Okay, so just one more question before you explain. Where's your uh, your Twitter DMs? Where are they at right now? Because we already talked about the Florida trolls Florida, and Florida the has tweet some trolls. that Dylan had that went viral in our eyes. It, yeah. was, it was not viral, but just just wanted to. Ask I've not that heard from them, but let but let you, you know, I got some talking? receipts. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm not a pre-game talker, particularly around <laughs> this game, because I'm as worried as they're worried. <laughs> Right, some people some people talk louder when they're scared to cover their insecurities. I get a little quieter when it yeah. comes to game insecurity. <laughs> uh, I have no idea what team's going to show up in Kentucky. Yeah. If we make, that's true. If we start slow, who are we going to get? If mm-hmm. if we um, can't move, can't establish some sort of run game, if Ray Davis doesn't have seventy plus yards, we're in trouble. Yeah, I know because we've kind of not that we've relied on those explosive big play. Chunks, but we have. But if you can't get those at all, no. then you are going to have little dinky one, two, three yeah. yard things that aren't going to amount to first downs and moving the chains. Yeah. So, but but for whatever yeah. reason, in over the last seven to eight years, Stoops in Florida or Stoops in Kentucky always get up for the Florida game. Well, yeah. All we ready to play that game. Yeah. Um, my one of my favorite football memories came two years ago when they came to town with my brother. Shout out Josh Watts, and we beat a a, a Florida team. You know that people had picked to to beat us, and that was kind of, you know. But we've beaten them two straight years. Yeah, which is big. Three of the last five, and if we win Saturday, it's four of the last seven. We've owned them this decade, and and the interesting thing is. From from for Florida beat Kentucky thirty something straight years, right? Mm-hmm. We we have a chance to kind of flip the script a little bit and catch them while they've been down. Experts are pretty split on the game. Here here's kind of my thought. Do you have a thought before I go into predictions? No, you go ahead. Uh, you go here, ahead. Here's my thought. I'm looking for three things. I'm looking for Ray Davis to to rush for more than 70. If he has more than 70 rush yards, I think Kentucky's in a great spot to win the game. Yeah. I would hope at Florida's so. if Florida's good at one thing, it is defensive uh rushing. Oh, so okay. the defense against against the rush. Mm-hmm. I, I think they got good guys up front on the line of scrimmage. I think they have good linebackers that that blitz gaps well. Right. So I, I think if Ray Davis can find some success running the football, the offensive line for Kentucky can play well. I think that's a factor. Number two who who finishes the day in turnover margin? Yeah, I think turnovers are going to be Tur- big. Turnovers are going to be massive. If Kentucky could take care of the football and turn Florida over, of course that means that's going to be a good recipe for for a win. But especially yeah. at home, got the crowd backing you. A couple of big turnovers in key moments can be awesome. Um, and and mm-hmm. so that that's what I'm looking for. And the third thing, you probably you might think Dylan, you may go defense, you may go cover. Uh, special teams and particularly uh, field position. Mm, okay. We were horrible at field position in the Vandy game. And for us, to, uh, we punted terrible. And oh, yeah. f- for us to lose uh, field position on some punts, because we will have to punt in this game. Yeah. Uh, we need to be able to, to pin guys deep. We need to make them yeah. drive the field. Um, because I think the more chances you can get Florida into uh, one-dimensional, that that's a big deal. So field position, because – yeah, Graham Mertz and Etn, the running back for mm-hmm. Florida, are yeah. really good players. Yeah, and and limiting their their touches is going to be important. Yeah, yeah, I know. I think field position is a way that you can just 
kick yourself if you're not playing it correctly. And I think OU got into a bad spot too with our yep. Cincinnati game. We put ourselves in horrible field position multiple times. So um, that's just an easy way that you can control a little bit of the game. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you want to make a score prediction? A score prediction, Kentucky, Florida. Um, ooh, what is over under? What's the line right now? Do you know? So uh, Kentucky by what? So three? it's a it's or? a one and a, it's a one point um, line. One point. Kentucky Golly. Kentucky's a one point favorite, and the over under is forty four points. Dang. Um, I'll say Kentucky twenty four, Florida twenty. Uh, that is an excellent score. That is what most experts have picked. Really? Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen anything. I literally just really watched a video a few minutes ago that, that had that exact score. Re- I really promised I haven't looked that's, at anything. That's incredible. I just, I just got that out of my head. <laughs> but see, I always am really proud of mine, and then they're never close. Yeah. So what do you think? Oh, man. Or you can just piggyback on mine. <laughs> do you want head or my heart? Heart. Heart tells me. Kentucky wins 35-28, game-winning touchdown drive. See, I like that. I think that sounds good. My head, my head tells it? me, my head tells me Florida comes to town and beats them and beats them 24-20. No, no. This is a program definer for both teams. We're not losing to Florida. Let me just. Billy say that. Napier needs to beat Kentucky. Like he hasn't yeah. done it yet. Yeah, but and, and, he's not going to. He's not going my heart to. tells me no. My head tells me I'm, I'm worried. What is, my heart's telling me no. <laughs> but my body, my body, <laughs> telling, me yes. telling me yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm guys, not for the panic button for the season. My panic button is in prime control for mm-hmm. this game. We are waiting and watching, uh, and we're going to see. Good thing is, it's an 11 o'clock kick. Who so, Kentucky is so and what they're made of. Potentially, OU can heal my heart. Because I think they have a little bit of an easier game. Because OU than is at got. six o'clock and Kentucky's at eleven, so we can get stressed out at eleven and be. T- I mean, honestly, I want to be turning back and forth to the um, USC Colorado game That's just for the intrigue be, of it. That's we'll get to we'll get to that o'clock game o'clock in a minute. Let's talk OU. Let's talk about OU. So OU, OU takes on Iowa State. State. The what land are your thoughts? Of the what are you looking for? <laughs> um, eleven on the roster. I know. I literally just learned that. Crazy stat. 11 on the roster, like eight active tight ends or something wild. Isn't that wild? Or seven or eight active. I just think that's crazy. Because I think I made a – I was like, man, don't they just have the craziest tight ends? Them and Iowa both. Anyway, so we've talked about this before. But um, I feel really good about this game. I know Iowa State is a really good defensive team. Um, I've heard that some of the things that they're really good on defense were also really good on offense. So there isn't big discrepancies. Like, for example, their safeties and corners and then our receivers, that's a strength. Um, They've got young linebackers, so that could be something we expose in the offense. I really hope our run game can get going because we have had none of it. Um, And I want somebody to just emerge. (coughs) BV said the other day, like – just no one has been the guy. So it's kind of like a knock on that whole position group. Um, and I really hope it's Tawi. I love, I don't know, I think Marcus Major is great too, but he just, 
in my head, he just doesn't seem like he's a standout guy. Well, we, we don't have a standout guy. We don't have one. He, he's been with us through all the years that we've had a standout guy, and he's always been the number two, and now he's trying to be the number one. And Anyways, um, so I really hope our offense can match well with their defense. And then I'm looking for, I'm looking for our defense to still um, be really impressive. I mean, top two scoring defense in the nation – Danny Stutzman is, like, on pace for, like, 130-something tackles and, like, 13 tackles for loss and – or maybe more than that. He's already got, like, eight tackles for loss and maybe he's, like, 38 tackles for loss or something. Anyways, it's something crazy. Um, and if he gets all of that, it'd be, like, an OU record. And he's getting – I mean, he's just playing out of his mind. So I'm really excited to see if he can put together a really awesome game again. Um, some of our young guys on defense – Peyton Bowen. Um, really emerging. I mean, getting, getting you know, Peyton continued reps. He's just starting to play really smart. Yeah, uh, I want to see more out of PJ. And I think that's also something Brent Venable said. He was like, we need to get him yeah. in more. On the defensive line. On the defensive line. He's looking awesome. Um, just, McCullough played really good, meaningful meaningful did. snaps on Saturday. Played well. Yeah. He's to continue to can still grow in his recognition of the game and recognition of what, what offenses are trying to do. He's going to be a really great player. Yeah, getting good, getting good reps. I think what makes Iowa State such a tricky game for Oklahoma doesn't matter how bad Iowa State is; they just seem to give us fits. Yeah, they just seem to give us fits. I mean, last yeah. year was kind of an anomaly because they oh, were just so bad. But I saw, I also saw a crazy stat that was like OU is um, does really poorly against the spread the game before they play Texas. Like that's a game we usually drop. <laughs> it's like they're three, three out of six like they've won three out of six or they're one of six like something wild but anyways it was all the games before texas against the spread which is what well, Iowa state usually this one so oklahoma uh as of according to DraftKings, is a 19 point favorite uh espn has them as a 20 point favorite um over under is 48 and a half which is an interesting line it means they have no faith in Iowa State's offense. Uh, really, really right. two for me, two factors for the game. Uh, number one, your defense continue to play excellent against a pretty bad and mundane yeah. Iowa State offense. Oklahoma State couldn't figure out how to stop them last week. I don't want them to get some juice going. Um, we got to play. True. We got to play some sound defense. Did but they the, beat OSU? Big, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think OSU, I OSU made it. Made it a game late. Um, maybe, oh, yeah. maybe by a touchdown. But um, yeah, two two pretty pathetic offenses playing. So defense got to be got to show up Saturday, mm-hmm. but second we um, we got to take care of the football and yeah. and we really do. I mean we we don't lose the ball very much, but particularly in this game, the defense the defense does covers really well. They mm. they because of just the nature of the way their offense, they still can guard the the run pass option. They they know and and the way their defense is set up um, can guard in such a way that like. Let's Dylan make quick reads. They're going to disguise that. They're going to drop yeah, coverage, they and they the want quick, him to make like, mistakes. And in run pass option can only really, really work if your run game is as good an option as your pass game, right? For the defense, they got to they got to decide and choose. Yeah. Uh, when they can just drop coverage, and you're still not getting much success running, look for the run game to have a big day today. 
coming into this so. game, coming into this game, we we have uh, the best game we've rushed for is 120 yards. Gosh, uh, look for us to go a buck 50, buck 60 on, on Saturday. I think Oklahoma wins convincingly and really gets ready for Oklahoma State. Uh, I'm gonna give a score. You ready? Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 42-10. Okay, that's good. Um, I'm gonna go 38-9. Yeah, three field goals feels about right. Yep, that's exactly right. I don't. I don't think Iowa State's offense can move the ball. This may be a game, kind of like last week, that feels a little frustrating at points where you're like, why are we not up by 30? But it's also a home game, so that has different. Absolutely. But just don't be surprised if the in the first quarter we've had to punt a couple times. You know, like let's let's be realistic, yeah. OU fans. Uh, we don't Which have to beat everybody by by a hundred. <laughs> well, uh, we don't. We are in a new era. This is we are starting to build an SEC caliber team because in the SEC you don't blow teams out very well. Like yeah. defense keeps you in games. Defenses are good. Let's be okay with 20, 24 to ten wins. Yeah. You know, and that doesn't make it's not a knock on the offense. That is actually just a really good thing for the defense. Yeah. So, that's our score. That's our predictions. As always, they are all a good idea at the time. All right, let's uh, look around the country, Kylie. What is your game of the week? And talk to me about who's going to win it. Um, well, the one that intrigues me the most, I already uh, mentioned, but USC Colorado, and I feel like all of our games have been USC have been Colorado based. Um, but just still so intriguing. I think after the big, huge loss to Oregon, they've got more to maybe win for. They have some, like, pride they might want to try to um, – I don't know. They just kind of got shook and got a little exposed. And Dion did come out and say, well, now's the time to beat me because I'm, I will never be this bad. We Which will never be this bad thing you can as, a, as a um, team. And then did, He's you, right, though. did you see his really nice message to Lincoln? He was like, I really respect this uh, coach. And he's like the upper tier of all college football coaches. And I've watched him in Oklahoma and now in USC. And so it was just like this glowing um, just praise, which is just funny because usually <laughs> the week before games, there's like beef or something. So nah, it's going to be not interesting. Stupid. But Lincoln doesn't engage with any of that. Yeah. He's so like anti-media. This is a big Alex Grinch all. game. Yeah. It, yeah. What do you mean by that? Here's like what I mean. He just needs to prove himself. USC, if they actually want to play for a national title and be a playoff team and win the Pac-12, you have to not destroy Colorado, but you got to convincingly beat Colorado well, and not and have a defense not give up. Yes. You know, uh, win fifty two thirty eight or win like that is not a way to to win this game. And if you look late in the third quarter or the early fourth quarter, and Colorado's in striking distance of USC, mm. ooh, Alex Grinch getting dicey. People are already um, calling for his job. It, yes, their voices will just get louder. On the defense, I totally agree. I also think Caleb Williams. Like this is a big game for him to put. Like, it feels like he has to put his name back on the map just in the media sense. Or he has to be like, hey, I've always been here. I'm the best QB in the nation. Let me show you. Like, because Colorado's been getting all this hype. Shador's been getting all this hype. Dion, like, all of that. And Caleb's like, I've, I'm here. I've been here. I've been consistently performing excellently or whatever that word is um, and putting up big numbers. I think it kind of gets thwarted by the defense not 
also being excellent and letting teams run up on them. And so you get a score of like 50 to 28 or something. But I think that he's got a lot to prove and just show out for this team and this game just because so many eyes are going to be on it. It's the big noon kickoff. Um, You know, it's just a big conference matchup. 9 a.m. kick local. Oh, which is crazy. That is crazy. Oh, okay. That was something that um, on Twitter I saw a media board who uh, a USC fan was like, oh, we shouldn't be that worried about this. Um, Lincoln did that all the time when he was in Oklahoma. They always had early kicks, and we were like, never 9 a.m. So that will be really interesting to see if the players are ready. I mean, that means them waking up at like 4 a.m., depending yeah. on what pregame like ritual you have. Yep. So That's who, crazy. who who wins? I don't know. I really don't know. I a USC. Yeah. Yeah, Colorado. Uh, here's the thing. I would not I think USC's a, was a 21 point favorite. They're not winning by 21. I, I will pick Colorado to cover. I will not pick Colorado to win the game. I think Yeah. They they will have a little bit more fight in them. I think you know, their players are getting some good reps. It helped to get uh, to, to not feel themselves so much after the Oregon game. I, I do think USC just is a worse defense. I, I picked them preseason to finish fourth in the conference behind Washington, Oregon, and, and Oregon State. I'm standing by it. I think USC so uh, is your score? gets a win. Uh, I'm going to take USC, but I'm going to take them, I think I said it a minute ago, 52-38. Okay. I was thinking like 45. I'll do um, – uh, 45 to, I'm trying to do math in my head, to 32. 45-32. Okay. All right, my game of the week is the big boys, the oldest rivalry in college football. It is the Auburn Tigers hosting the Georgia Bulldogs. That is not. Here is the oldest rivalry. The oldest rivalry so in Auburn, Alabama, isn't older. No, than that? Uh, I I don't. They call they call that game the oldest rivalry in. Oh, in, oh, uh, that's like the tagline. That's what that's what oh, they call it. Weird. Yeah. So okay. Auburn hosting, uh, hosting Georgia, fourteen and a half point underdog to the Georgia uh, Bulldogs. Uh, there was a video I saw that Carson Beck, Georgia's quarterback, being uh, in during that South Carolina game looked lackluster down 14 to 3 and was like winking and smiling at the camera unfazed unworried oh. a little swag for the freshman yeah. uh i i'd be interested to see what happens in this game this here's why this game intrigues me auburn always finds a way to be a little gritty a game of the year particularly against the big boys um i think they're smelling uh, a way to win the win the uh, the game against alabama hmm. Yeah, but for I think sure. I think they give Georgia a run for their money today. Look for look for Auburn to be within striking distance at the end of this game. I still will take Georgia, okay. But I think it'll be a fun football game that people all over the country will be turning into to see if Georgia actually goes down. Interesting. So, what do you think the score is going to be? I'm gonna, like? I, yeah, I, I actually think it's gonna be low. I think 24-21. Uh, Auburn has okay. a chance to drive the field uh, to win the game. Okay. I know I was kind of feeling like close to like twenty one to seventeen or something. So we're like right in the same range. So I but Georgia. Yeah. Georgia so I I I'll be pulling hard. <sighs> Typically I would be pulling hard for uh, for Auburn, but Kentucky goes to Georgia next week, and I would prefer Georgia to come have a really gritty win that beat them up pretty good, and then we can get them on their home field. 
I don't want them to lose a game before they play I know, Kentucky. I know. I, I know. I want like to play. You never want that to happen. You never want a team to lose a game before because you're just you're like, oh. I want to play a relieve Georgia, not yes. a upset Georgia. Yes, exactly. That is okay. our games of the week. So be looking for those games. Interact with us. Holler at us. Tweet at us. I'm Dylan Watts 32 on Twitter. Kylie, Kylie is Kylie uh, Kylie, Kylie Brown. Aaron. Kylie Aaron 36. 36 on Twitter. Tweet at us. Tell us your game of the week. Let us know what you're looking for. Hey guys, welcome back. This is pop culture time with Kylie. Um, just checking in to talk about the biggest thing that happened this past week, which is Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. I mean, come on. Can you guys, I don't even know. I'm still halfway deciding if it is publicity or if this is actually the real deal. I think some of the things that Travis came out and said on his New Heights podcast made me a little wary that it was weary that it was just for publicity Um, because Taylor is so smart and she's like eight steps ahead of everybody at all times and you know that she's trying to drop her um, re-recorded Taylor's version of um, 1989 and then Reputation is close on the heels of that and so there's lots going on in her world she's on a break from her heiress tour Um, but then you hear all these things like they went and partied and there's a picture of her sitting kind of on his lap and like they're just chatting and I don't know. I'm actually, I know last week I said I wasn't a huge, huge fan or I just didn't know how I felt and I've really warmed up to it. So I really hope it's true. And there's just so many things like people have obviously gone crazy and ran with it, but like her lucky number is 13 and his is 87 or his football jersey is 87 and that adds <coughs> up to 100, which is crazy. And a lot of quinky dinks. A lot of coincidence, yes that are just wild but anyways i am very pro this i'm pro too i mean and as it go i mean she's gonna be at the jets game on monday i she is uh yes in, she'll be at the jets game on monday new york. I, in in new er, york new yeah Jersey. i um my understanding so i was after travis's comments after i was like oh this is just a pr thing this yeah. is and then some photos got released i know yeah tmz photos show taylor all over big yeah. man kels looking fun do you see do you see some that. of the some of the rumors that uh the no. rumors that uh Brittany, uh mahomes. mahomes were the ones that leaked the photos because she was texting her good buddy Kim Carr, Kim Kardashian, who who <laughs> like got Kim overshadowed. K. Kim K. Kim Kimmy Carr, Kimmy K. Carr is not a thing. So Kim K. <laughs> uh, could be Brittany Mahomes' little gel gel. Interesting. Yeah, everyone's trying to make that a big thing. Like, oh no, she's not going to get any attention anymore. And poor Jackson, poor Brittany. No, no, there's um, no poor either one of those Mahomes. But anyways, I love Taylor Swift. I love Travis Kelsey. I don't. I still. Yeah, I will say I still don't know if I would act if I would just put them together, just off of maybe personalities. I, I guess I don't quite know you Taylor know Swift all the well or know Travis all the well, but he seems yeah just like rough around the edges, um, and not not her typical thing. I've also heard conspiracies that she is trying to get all of this in the media so that the whole Sophie Turner, Joe Jonas, big huge awful divorce isn't everywhere because she is a Sophie Turner fan or she went out to dinner with her. So anyways, there's just a lot of different angles that people are trying to figure this out. They're like, is he in game? Is this like, want to be a first string? I, 
you know, whether whether you believe that they've been seeing each other for a long time or their first date so was. Interesting. Uh, I'm here for it. I'm this house, the... this house is a Swift Kelsey house. Yeah. We are big fans of it. Uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. Okay. So Dylan, do you have a trivia or a question for us? I do have a trivia question okay, for you. So everyone there, play along. In FBS, that is division one football. There are five, count them five schools with a tiger as the mascot. Can you name all five? Okay, um, LSU. LSU Tigers, that's one. Auburn? Auburn Tigers, that is two. Missouri. Missouri is three. Uh, oh, okay, hold on. I'm, I'm hitting a, a lull in my thinking. Tigers, Tigers, Tigers. I don't know. Um, give me hints. So uh, you've gotten... I feel very on the spot. <laughs> yeah. SEC. SEC. A, or I mean, uh, sorry, sorry. I said SEC. Oh, AC. Clemson. Clemson oh is gosh, one. Oh, my gosh. Duh. That's exactly right. Um, you said LSU. I said LSU, oh, and then, Missouri, Clemson, and... And then the only other Auburn. one will be really tough for you to get. Really tough? Yes. Uh, they are an AAC school. AAC. Yes. Located in the southern... That's southeastern a device. <laughs> uh, located in the southeastern part of the United States. Southeastern. They're okay. not a Power Five school. Okay. Oh Lord. The Chattanooga. No, you, this is a school you for sure heard of. Oh. This is a school that you would know. <laughs> this school shares um, its name with a large town in this state. Okay. I feel like I'm not tracking at all. <laughs> these clues i'm sure listeners are like it's this it's this why won't you think of that they're blue uh blue tigers memphis no Mem memphis yeah. tigers yes that's oh. exactly right okay well done when i said that i was like no they're horses or something nope. okay the, the, the okay, memphis yay! tigers good job good job you got that that's quick as you ever gotten it Wow, well, pat on the back. I love it. Well, we've had uh, such a fun time. Ten episodes in, uh, many more to go. We thank you for all of our loyal listeners. Uh, interact with us, holler at us, um, let us know, share it with your friends, rate it five stars, all the stuff. We want yes. uh, to continue to get the message out. Um, we may have some special guests coming up as Ooh. as uh, as the season go. I've had a lot of requests hey. to to be on the podcast. I know. I think particularly need... Oklahoma State fans that want to lament their woes right now. I know. We need like a application process though. We need to vet you. So if you um do then you can email us at <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. I don't have anything off the top uh, of my head. You know, we, we need to make more official process. We probably do need to set up like a like good an, idea at the time Twitter like account, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram. Yeah, get, uh, get all that going. Well, uh, we're excited for the games this weekend. Next episode, we will break down the games that happened this weekend, week five, and preview week six matchup, which Ooh. is a big one. That's big OU, one. OU, OU Texas, Texas. We'll be doing that Leave one live on the road. So come holler at us. Um, we're excited. Thanks for listening. Go Cats, Boomer Sooner on three. Yeah. One, two, three. Go Cats, Boomer Sooner. See you, team. We was OG like DOC, remember that? My TOC was quite OD, ID my facts. Now POV of you and me, similar Iraq. I don't hate you.